excited to be broadcasting to you live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. There are two guys who are afraid to watch Game 5. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back out to Joel and B shooting the three. It's good. Mike, uh, your team has no shot? What do you mean my team has no shot? The Rich Eisen Show. Game 4 belongs to the Heat. Earlier on the show, Yahoo Sports columnist Dan Wetzel. Still to come. Saints head coach, Dennis Allen. From Netflix's The Mother, actor Omari Hardwick. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Lots of fun. We just chatted with the, <laughs> with the Falcons fan who got heckled at the draft. Vinny. Making Vinny. Said it was, if you had a guess, it was a Saints fan. <laughs> That's for yeah. That was my thought. Screaming twenty eight to three. Yeah, because why would a Pat's friends like he said? Oh, please. Yeah, but they already they, they got the ultimate win. Did you not hear this guy go on a rant at the top uh, of the that... program about how everyone should be fired in Boston because <laughs> they just lost Game Five at home and the series is over, even yeah, though there's actually game, games though. to be played, potentially plural. Everybody fired. Okay, there you go. So that's why. In this economy, Chris, <laughs> the actor Omari Hardwick will be joining us in studio in hour number three. The NFL schedule is getting released. On Thursday, I will be hosting that program all three hours from 8 to 11 o'clock at night. You stay busy, bro. Oh, yeah, I got a two-a-day tomorrow. I got a two-a-day yeah. tomorrow. And joining us right now to reveal the entire New Orleans Saints schedule for us in his second year as the head coach is Dennis Allen. How are you, coach? I'm doing great, Rich. How are you? <laughs> How's that for an introduction? Did you like that intro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, pretty interesting. Okay. You know, I get, I get tied in with the – with the Falcons heckler, and, yes, okay. um, no. all no. going on the on the schedule. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good to go. Hey, man, I was saying earlier because we just had that fan on calling in um, that the the Saints Falcons rivalry is the nastiest rivalry in the NFL that gets the fewest amount of pub. That's a serious rivalry, Coach. Yeah, no, no you know. listen, no question, no question. You know. Um, you know, both teams, um, mm. you know, don't don't have a lot of love for each other, <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and and yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a great rivalry, and and um, um, you know, certainly I've been a part of a lot of those on both sides, actually. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. When you were, you know, obviously with the Raiders, and you know, you spent tons of times with the Saints, and obviously a, a season with the Broncos. I mean, you've seen some uh, some really uh, deep ties between teams that don't like each other when when you're uh i i have to sign a waiver before receiving the schedule by the way that's the first time that's ever happened for me this year have you received it yet did do, do you we know have it? not okay no we have not received the schedule yet so okay. um you know we we uh, uh look there's a lot of nasty rumors out there that we were going to be going to germany this year and mm-hmm. and uh um that was the you know we 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 were kind of under the impression that we weren't, but yet until you actually see it and it comes out, it came out today, obviously. So so now we know we're not going to Germany. So that was uh, a little bit of a relief because it is it is obviously a European trip is significant. Is what you're saying, coach? Yeah, look, it's it's like it's you know last year was interesting because um, you know we were the home team, so we knew we were going to London. Uh, we knew that the game was going to be in week four or five. Um, look, I felt like, um, man, that's that's early to have a bye week, um, and so you kind of get 
you know, there's a few options you get. You know, you, you get a chance to say, well, we don't want to play this team over there. You know, um, we get an option to choose whether or not we want our buy after that game, or, 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 you know, want to take the buy later in the in the season. And you know, knowing that we were going to be over there in week four, we 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 decided, well, look, let, let's don't take the buy. I don't really want the buy after week four. Um, I'd rather it be somewhere later in the season. Um, and and then when we get the schedule, the the buys in week fourteen, it's just flip flops. So mm. it was like ah. God. <laughs> You know, but uh, but yeah, that's it's. Look, it's it's. I think it's good for the NFL in terms of expanding the brand. Yes, uh, I do think it's difficult on 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 the teams, not just the players, but um, coaches, staff, the equipment uh, guys, the video guys, everybody that's got to worry about all the logistics of the travel. Uh, that's involved in that it, it's pretty significant yeah and then of course there's the time zone difference as well you know I've I've called a few of these games over there and it's 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 a it's a bear to say the least and so you know when I, I let me just ask this question then obviously we'll, we'll get more uh on on the the Saints um the, the, just generally the idea I hear from fans all the time is maybe a team could be based over there do you think that could ever happen would would that be you know feasible do you think, well, Coach? Well, look, I, I think I think there'd be a lot of logistics that would be involved in that. That yeah. would be um, would be difficult in terms of um, again, you know, the 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 travel from the states to Europe and dealing with that six hour time difference or whatever the case may be, and right. then the travel coming back. Um, I, I just think that's challenging, and then. Um, with a with a team that that would be based over there, uh, I think there'd be a lot of logistics that you would have to, to have to deal with in terms of, um, you know, how many how many home games in a row are they going to have, and then the travel to the to the states, you know, and then how many how many weeks would they be away in the states? I just think there's a lot of logistics that would be involved in that that would make it uh, difficult, but yet. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be sh- shocked if if uh, you know if we saw that somewhere in the future. Dennis Allen, Saints head coach here on the Rich Eisen show. So when the schedule's placed in your hand, the first thing you look for is what do you look for? You get it. Who we open with? Right. That would be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second thing I want to look at is all right. What are what are the potential weather games that we're going to be dealing with late in the season? I think those are two. Two things that that um, that you really look for to see. Okay, what you know? How who do we open with, and 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 uh, and where are we opening? Uh, and then what are the potential weather games that you're looking at late in the season uh, that that you'll have to deal with some of the uh, cold weather deal like we did in in Cleveland this past season. Dennis Allen, Saints head coach here on the Rich Eisen Show. What have you learned about Derek Carr that you didn't know already, Dennis? Oh well, I don't know that I don't know that there's anything that I didn't that I didn't know already. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, I had a pretty good feel for uh, both the person and the player. He's been outstanding in the building. Uh, you know, he's 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 been here for the entire off-season program. Actually, got in here a little bit uh, a little bit early so he, so that he could get settled in. Uh, he's been a great addition for us up to this point, and 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 really looking forward to you know, having him as our quarterback. Well, I mean, when you, when you have him there, obviously, you know, you, you, um, you would know him from back in the day, but just anything different about him now as a, as a 
grown man in this league? Dennis? <laughs> well, he's got a lot more kids now than he did back when, <laughs> right. back, back when I drafted him with the, with the Raiders. I, I just think you see um, uh, a, really, a really mature uh, individual um, uh, you know, I, he, he's a guy that really has all his all his ducks in a row, and 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 just to see uh, the way that he's the way that he's matured, uh, both as as a player and and really as a as a as a family person off the field, uh, is pretty cool to see. It is pretty cool that you're back together again, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's wild um, how this works out in this league. Sometimes yeah, I didn't. Really I didn't long. get a chance. To, I didn't get a chance to work with him for a long time there right. in Oakland. But but was, but was, uh, you know, always followed his career and 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 really he was the guy that, um, you know, when the season was over and we knew that there was going to be some some quarterbacks available on the market, um, he was a guy that we quickly identified as somebody that that we thought fit our culture uh, that we've thought fit the things that we want to be able to do uh, schematically from an offensive standpoint. Um, I think his, his ability uh, from a mental standpoint to uh, control a lot of aspects of the game in terms of uh, getting us in and out of the right plays uh, on the line of scrimmage in terms of making sure everybody's in the, in, uh, connected in terms of protection, uh, that, that, that's something that, that we felt like you know, he could add to our team, and, and, and he's been awesome. Dennis Allen here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, what's, what's the scoop with your, your, uh, your top wide receiver, can't guard Mike? What can you tell me about right now, Coach? Yeah, so I would say right now he's, he's, he's still going through um, some of the rehab process. Uh, he had some, some, some hardware removed out of, out of that uh, – uh, foot that he had surgery on uh, this past season. He's doing really well. He's working extremely hard. Uh, our anticipation is that um, he'll be limited. Um, he'll be limited throughout this off season. Uh, but our anticipation is that that when we get to training camp, uh, that that he'll be he'll be good to go. Now, when we get to training camp, we're going to make sure that we we're smart with him in terms of. Uh, you know, getting him getting him back in and getting him back into football shape. But um, look, you know, he came off really kind of two seasons of of, of not really playing a lot, um, and and really had a really nice start to the season last year. It was unfortunate that he got injured when he did because um, you know going back, you know, just the opener against uh, against Atlanta and and our ability to throw. Um, you know, contested ball throws to him in, in, in tough situations down there in the red zone, third down, things of that nature. Not having him was, was a big loss to us last year. And so uh, our expectations is that we're going to have him back and we're going to have him healthy. And, and uh, we're looking forward to getting, you know, the Mike Thomas that you saw three years ago. And then, you know, obviously I'm asking you potentially the most uncontrollable uh, issue for you. What What is the scoop with Alvin Kamara? What's your expectation level for him at the outset well, look, of training camp you know honestly we we don't know mm-hmm. um we we've we've haven't give, been given any indication from the league um of you know where this might go mm-hmm. uh certainly we've got to prepare um for the the possibility that we might not have him but yet 
um, and, and until that until that that shows itself, um, you know, look, we're, we're we're going full speed ahead and and uh, uh, are looking forward to you know getting him in here and getting going and 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 then we'll adjust to whatever whatever we have to deal with. Let's talk about your draft a little bit, Dennis Allen. Uh, the story of Brian Brissy, the defensive tackle out of Clemson, who you chose at the end of the first round, is a remarkable one with his story, his family, and losing his sister, and then uh, having a, an, an illness that had a, uh, it's one would think, an impact on, on a kid who was one of the top prospects, period, in the United States when he was coming out of high school. And just seeing him and and the celebration in his household was awesome. What was it like from your end of the phone line when you spoke to him and invited him to be a New Orleans Saint coach? Yeah, look, it was it was awesome. Um, you know, this is a kid that uh, again, uh, top player coming out uh, when he came out of high school, had a productive freshman year, was really off to a pretty good start as a sophomore. Uh, before he had an ACL injury, and then going through all the things that that uh, that he and his family went through uh, over the last call it eighteen months, and, and certainly probably even more more than that. But um, for a young kid to to go through that much adversity and deal with that much, uh, and, and come out on the other side, and and really. Um, have an opportunity to realize a, a dream that he's had since he was a um, a young kid was uh, it's cool to it's cool to to uh, you know have have a have a part in that and and so look we went and we went and visited him at at Clemson had a chance to have dinner with him had a chance to uh, meet with him had a chance to put him through a workout he's a great kid he works his tail off. Um, and and we really feel like there's there's a lot of upside to this player, and we're excited about having him. Tons of upside as well. I'm sure you believe on a, a lot of your draft choices. Um, one that leaps out at me is is Derek Carr is not the only Fresno State quarterback in your quarterback room now. <laughs> what did you like about Jake Hayner, and what do you, what do you see for him in this future that clearly, obviously, has Derek Carr in it? What, what do you make of of him, this young prospect? Well, look, I, I think. I, <laughs> So, so uh, Ronald Curry and DJ Williams, two of two of our coaches, uh, had an opportunity to um, both be the coordinator and the and the quarterback coach in at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jake was was on their team, so we had a lot of kind of insider information in terms of uh, the type of person that he was, the type of leader that he is, the 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 intelligence level that he has. Those are all things that, um, you know, from an intangible standpoint that you look at that you really, you know, we really liked. And then when you watch the tape, you just see a guy that, um, you know, comes up big in big moments. Um, he's, he's, he's never shied away from competition. Um, and, he, and he throws the ball. He makes really good decisions, throws, throws the ball with timing and accuracy. And those are the qualities that you look for in a quarterback. So in the few minutes I have left with you, Dennis Allen, just real quick, uh, Derek Carr, does he have a chip on his shoulder here? What do you got for me? It, it, the company made it the Pro Bowl at the Skills Challenge where he was lighting it up, and he's like, well, if I played here, I might still be here. You know, it, it's he doesn't seem to, you know, he, he definitely has an edge to him. We all know that. But it seems like he's got a chip on the way things ended in Vegas with the Raiders, and now yeah, he's there look, with you I, right now. 
I, I think. I think this. I think he's always kind of had a little bit of a chip on his on his shoulder. Um, you know, basically coming out of out of uh, out of Fresno State, and and then, um, you know, I think he's a quarterback that um, has top level ability, and yet he hasn't been recognized in in that way. And 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 I think he's looking forward to getting the opportunity to come here to New Orleans to play in this offense, an offense that, you know, he's got, uh, you know, I hate to get, I don't, I don't ever want to get into comparisons, you know, but there's, there's some similarities between him and Drew and Drew's had a lot of success uh, in, in this offense. And so I think he's really excited about uh, getting that opportunity to, to come here, play in a dome, play in front of this uh crowd at the at the Superdome which is which is a, an unbelievable experience and and I think he's um, I think he's looking forward to a clean slate and getting a new start and then the last thing here then you, you brought up the old days obviously with Breeze and and uh, the Superdome I gotta be honest the NFL Network's turning 20 uh, this fall uh, coach and I will never forget it's still top five for me I'll never forget the reopening of the Superdome you were there you were part of the coaching staff and, um, you know, the moment that's now memorialized by a statue out in front of your home building with Steve Gleason. Can you walk me through where you were that moment, that night, your memories of all that? Well, so I, uh, it's interesting because, um, you know, I'd played in the Superdome mm-hmm. several times, uh, not played, but coached in the Superdome when, mm-hmm. when I was with the Falcons. Uh, and we would come here and play and, 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 and you felt like, man, this is a, it's a pretty unique place, um, and yet the first time I walked into that building um, and the reopening of of the dome, it it was that game, that experience is probably the most emotional mm-hmm. experience I've really had in the National Football League. Um, more emotional than the NFC championship game that we played in the Superdome more emotional than the Superdome that we won or the Super Bowl that we won in Miami. Um, it, it's kind of hard to describe and, and, and unless you've been a part of it, you don't really understand the unique bond that this team in this city has together. And I think really that, that moment really galvanized this team and in 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 this city together and it, it was it was pretty special to see it was um coach i appreciate the time uh i did notice just moments before you joined the news foster moreau is a new contract with you uh and the saints how is he feeling this is a obviously an incredible um contract for him uh how is he doing any update yeah, look, if you don't look, mind he, he, he's doing he's doing outstanding um uh you know, he he got a really good uh, number one. I would say, um, I think uh, uh, you know, the huge shout out to our uh, medical group and particularly Dr. John Amos um, for being able to identify this um, and 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 making sure that we have the proper. Uh, medical treatment for for Foster. I think he's doing. I think he's doing outstanding. Great. And 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 the type of treatment that he's uh, receiving, uh, we don't anticipate that there's going to be really any 
any limitations at all in terms of his ability to participate and, and, and perform and, and, and his ability to recover. And I think that's probably the most important thing. And he's got a three-year deal, man. That's what life in the NFL, that's, I love stories like this, and I'm excited for him and for you, and I appreciate the time here, Coach, as always. Thank you. Yeah, awesome, man. Appreciate it, Rich. Thanks for having me on. Right back at you. That's Dennis Allen, the New Orleans Saints head coach, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I will never forget that night. I tell the story all the time, man. I would, too, if I was there. That was year three of NFL Network. It wasn't our game. It was an ESPN Monday night game. Falcons Saints in the Superdome reopened. After Katrina, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. I was there. Mooch was there. Marshall Falk. We were all there doing our pregame show. September 6th, is that what you said? 2006. 2006. Yeah. That's what, did I say that? 2006. And I'll, I'll never forget it. Place was just electric. You too, and Green Day played. Electric. It was amazing. The pregame was electric. Um, Paul Tagliabue was there, the commissioner at the time. And it was like a Super Bowl. And the... First set of downs belonged to the Falcons. And it was either second or third down, I forget which one, but Michael Vick, the quarterback of the Falcons, was scrambling, running free, and the ball was loose. On the ground, and it rolled out of bounds. And the screams you would hear from the... The the screech from the stands when that ball was loose, that, oh my God... The first possession of the game could be a turnover, a takeaway for the Saints defense. For that split moment, the scream is the loudest scream I'd heard in a, in, a, in a stadium ever to that point. And then the ball rolled out of bounds. It was like, oh. Eventually the punt unit comes out and Steve Gleason blocks the punt. Come I just watched it. On. September 25th, 2006. So the Falcons are forced to punt. Like, all right, let's see what the offense can do. And like, okay, you thought just a mere fumble recovery would excite you. How does a blocked punt suit you? And that, as we all know, will forever be memorialized in a statue in front of the Superdome. Rebirth. Steve Gleason's going to live forever with well, and because obviously his battle against ALS and how he battles it with love and yeah. openness. It's awesome, man. I will never forget that. <laughs> See, Rich, that's the moment that you were asking. You're not going to get that at the draft, right? But that's the right. kind of moment that all fans, I think, can sit You know, of course, and, go, and I know yeah, that. Yeah. And then, of course... Marshall Falk being with us. He is the native son. He sold popcorn, as he likes to mention all the time, popcorn in the Superdome as a kid. And so being with Marshall on that night was particularly special for me. And then when Marshall said, you know, third quarter, hey, let's all go out afterwards. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I get to go out in New Orleans on a night like this (laughs) with Marshall Falk. I'm in. I turned to Mooch. He's like, no, nah, I'm tired. I'm going back to the hotel. What? I'm like, Steve, 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 Steve. So what? The next time this city's almost wiped off the map by a hurricane, we come back from the reopening, you'll do it then? You'll be a little more well-rested? Come on. Was it a good night? 
He didn't. He went back to the hotel. I'm saying for you. Oh, it? yeah. I, I can it's hardly remember that. Like that. <laughs> Suddenly my memory gets very hazy. Yeah. <laughs> couple, couple, uh... But that, was, that night in New Orleans is a top five. That, that, will, that and the Munich game, by the way. I know we talked about how the, logistically that's a problem mm-hmm. for teams to play it, and I totally get it. But that and the Munich game are, are top five. The rest of the three might, might change for as long as I'm fortunate enough to still be with that network. Had, had referee that night? At Hockey League? At Hockey League. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the only thing that wasn't extra large that night. His shirt. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> So There's only one Smedium that night, and Ed Hockley was wearing it. Everything else was extra large. Let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> when we come back, I've got myself a power ranking of all Woo! the games I cannot wait to be revealed. And the schedule release, that's coming up. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Rich Eisen Show Radio Network back on the air, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. I know you wanted me to have a signing ceremony here on the program. <laughs> I mean, I gave you a pen and everything. Because <laughs> I, I mentioned, you know, telling, I guess, a tale out of school is that they're, they're so serious about this schedule release mm-hmm. that they're making anybody, there's a, there, there's a two page waiver. On the on the first page, they have the names of the people who are authorized to receive the schedule beforehand. Obviously, Commissioner Roger Goodell's at the very top. Makes sense. And you know, it's about I think like a dozen uh, executives in the league office. So not a whole um, lot of people. No, 
So if you're receiving it beforehand, you have to sign this saying, you know, you're not screen grabbing it. You're not doing anything. So I signed it at home last night because they wanted it earlier today. You wanted me to have a signing ceremony with this quill pen. <laughs> I mean, we still could have did it for TV purposes, know. bro. No, no. <laughs> thank you very much. No, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> One more time. I had to play that music. It's not a coronation. As soon as you brought it out. It's a schedule release. It's I a know, schedule release. Not a coronation. <laughs> that's why I, that's why I signed all my uh, important like, paperwork with. But so um, there are some there are some people, I think, at the, uh, at you know, at the uh, uh, partnership level who have maybe signed their own waiver already because there are some games that got released today. Yeah. Uh, five of the international series games. There's uh, three games in London and two in Germany, yeah. both in Frankfurt. They have been released uh, already. Um, the uh, first three Sundays in October will all feature a third early window or fourth early window um, nice. game. All you folks on the East Coast who love waking up and having breakfast and watching football, you get to feel like we do out here on the West Coast, which is to wake up and have breakfast and watch football. Out here on the West Coast, it, it's an early rise, but it's all good. Rise so nice Falcon. And, so, and here's the interesting thing. The first two games feature the Jaguars. So the second game, it's the Falcons of the Jaguars first on October 1st at Wembley, which is uh, Shad Khan's home stadium. And then at Tottenham Hotspur, which is a great stadium, you were at that, Chris, right? You went I've to Tottenham. I think Cage was yeah. uh, was in the oven when, was. when you went there, if I'm he not was. mistaken. Uh, Jaguars Bills, the Bills are the home game in Tottenham Hotspur. And um, hey, I don't know who the Bills are going to play the week before, but the Jaguars will have the advantage of having a full complement of living on that time zone because I imagine they're not going back to Jacksonville. Definitely not. They'll all go to the Cons house, I guess. You know. <laughs> Um, and then the following week, the Jaguars are out of, down, out of town, but Tottenham Hotspur has a second consecutive game um, where the Ravens play the Titans. So could Sir Will of Levis be getting uh, a little role there? What do you think? I but think Lamar Jackson's going to, going to London. I think Will Levis is going to get the start after that. Interesting. Well, you never know because sometimes you don't need that by. Folks yeah. just fly back. Never know. Two other international games. The Germany games last year was in Munich. Now both games are in Frankfurt. These are back-to-back games. The second game, Colts and Patriots. So um, it's going to be, how do you say zappy in German? <laughs> I, think, I think it's zappy. 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 Yeah, I think, so. I think yeah. it's just the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Richardson's going to Germany, or unless uh, we get a little bit of Gardner Minshew. See well, the Germans. They'll both be there. Uh, by the way, Gardner Minshew playing in Germany will be the wildest American in Germany situation since the end of Stripes, I think. Um, <laughs> and then how about out. this one? This one surprised me. I know the Chiefs were playing on the, uh, in Germany. But Tyreek Hill taking on the Chiefs, I mean, that is a great bit of revenge for the Germans to feast on. But to, So Tyreek will play against the Chiefs, but not an arrowhead. You surprised about that one? That you take Tyreek Hill against the Chiefs out of arrowhead? Also, you think that game is going to be a pretty big-time shootout. And Oh, well, that's fine. But I'm saying you put that... The revenge factor as well. I thought that would have been a Monday night, Sunday night. That's well, a pretty big game. Excuse me. Am I reading this right? I understand you're talking <laughs> Sunday night and Monday night. I get it. But this is a pretty big spot too, sir. The yeah. whole country watches this. 
And and you want to give them a game like this. It'll be it'll be eight thirty in the morning in Kansas City. Nine. There's a lot of people in in South Beach sleeping something off. But I'll tell you what, that is a huge game, and that is an I mean that, be, that is a marquee game. Is that you? It's on NFL Network. I'm a, I I don't know. I haven't received that piece of information yet. But show on the road. I, next year. I don't. I'll get the uh, the Winnebago. I'll get the RV. <laughs> yes. Right. Let me hit up. Oh, we'll redo stripes. Friend, wanna, go, Mike, yeah. I'll drive. You're our, you're our big toe. No, I'm a teacher. You're our big toe. I'll drive it. You guys so. Hey, let's road trip with Roku Charlie and Roku Joe, man. You know they yeah. want to go with I'll, us over I'll, there. I'll, I'll run it up the flagpole. Yeah, we'll I just zip in and zip out. It's, come on. What can happen? And then Zappy. <laughs> Zappy. Come on, get Zappy. Bringing the quick game to Germany, huh? Mac Jones is going to be really good this year, and you guys are going to eat all these. Oh, same intensity. Same intensity. <laughs> all these Your intensity jokes. towards me oh, having yeah. fun with Rodgers is going to just <laughs> flop on Broadway, like the biggest <laughs> flop on Broadway since the producers. <laughs> and then you. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You. <laughs> you. You. Want me to you bring the same intensity same, same. when Bill O'Brien oh, turns Bill, Matt Jones into the Brady 2.0 you all thought you had. Gusecki and Tyquan Thornton going deep. So those are the international games. <laughs> then we had a trio of holiday games. So as you know, Amazon, uh, in addition to having Prime Video and Thursday Night Football, you may, you, uh, I, I don't know if I'm breaking news here. Um, I didn't sign a waiver to break this news. But they also sell stuff. Oh. Yeah, you can oh, get stuff oh. on Amazon. Oh, no way. I think that was the original intent. The bookstore. Yeah, you can get stuff. So what's the busiest shopping day of the year? <laughs> day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they call it Black Friday. Because what, is it just, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Well, at any rate, here we go. Of... They're having a game the day after Thanksgiving. Move over, Egg Bowl. Ole Miss and Mississippi State don't have that piece of real estate all to themselves anymore for football. Dolphins and Jets. Hey, I guess Al's having Thanksgiving in um, in New York. Yeah, they have, they have steakhouses there. Oh, uh, they do. The good ones. So, so the origin of Black Friday is comes from the '60s. Oh, uh, later explained as a day when retailers' accounts went from being in the red. Ah, okay. Now we get it. So Dolphins and Jets, Aaron Rodgers, nationally televised game. You know what I take from that is? Fun game. Is Jets at Cowboys. That will not be Thanksgiving Day. Will not. Sunday night. That's Sunday night opener. So everybody thought, well, Rodgers at the Cowboys got to be Thanksgiving. Well, Rodgers will be uh, having Thanksgiving at home. Wherever that may be in the metropolitan area, Kendall Roy apartment, getting ready to bring in, uh, Roy bring the Dolphins in. That's a big AFC East rivalry game right there for everybody. Big game week twelve. Stream it day after Thanksgiving. You'll be seeing that right here on Roku. Uh, and then two other holiday games were mentioned: Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. Now this is interesting. First of all, um, New York Giants at Philadelphia. Christmas Day, and then New Year's Eve, late window on CBS. It'll be Bengals at Chiefs, so that will not be your season opener. Take the Bengals off the list. That's That reeked of possible AFC Championship game rematch right off the bat. That's not happening. And then Giants and Eagles, two things come to mind. Christmas is a Monday 
Now, I have asked everybody on NFL Network this question. We haven't gotten the schedule yet either, so nobody knows. Is this a triple header? Remember, Christmas Day was on Sunday last year. Christmas oh, Eve yeah. was the bulk of that week's activity on Saturday, the Saturday night game I did in, in Pittsburgh between the Raiders and the and the Steelers. Um, Good game. So cool. nobody knows. This might. This does appear to be the middle game of a Christmas Day Monday triple header. Everything will be uh, for the rest of the week on that Sunday. It appears. And then three games on Christmas Day with the Eagles hosting the Giants in the middle on Fox. And I imagine ESPN will have their Monday night game. And then maybe CBS has uh, uh, the first window on that day. We don't know. But the one thing we do know is that when the Giants hang their stockings up for Christmas, (laughs) the lump of coal will be named Boston Scott. (laughs) <laughs> Pencil him in for two touchdowns right now. It's coming down the chimney for how many? Two. What's the over under on the Santa Boston Scott <laughs> touchdowns? I'm going to draft him just to have him two. for that one game. Pick him up for that week. Pick him up. Which is one game. For that week. Well, that's, uh, that's Christmas Day, so that could be playoff semifinals. And then New Year's Eve. Fantasy. New Year's Eve is a, uh, a Sunday. So it looks like that's the late window CBS game just for your week 17 here. Hmm. And um, and so everything's done on Sunday. We I, I don't know what Monday looks like because I looked it up thinking, wait a minute. So there's an NFL Sunday on New Year's Eve. What's the college football playoffs going to do? They're doing their semifinals on January 1st. With the Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl oh. serving as the national semifinal games on the first. Got to go this year, Mike. Yeah, so I don't think there's going to be a Monday night game that week. Again, I asked this of the folks at NFL Network. We're hosting the schedule release show tomorrow, and I got a bunch of, we'll, we'll see. And I've been told there are three more games scheduled to be released tomorrow by various partners. We don't know as of this sitting what they're going to be and by whom. Because I guess everybody hasn't signed their waivers yet, or I'm telling you, they have really tramped. The, uh, so the other the other thing we're waiting for uh, is because of that international game, the Chiefs hosting the Dolphins in Germany. Mama Kelsey was half right. Oh. <laughs> Do we get Eagles versus Chiefs week two? Or she said the Kansas City Star put in their newspaper. Which nobody can find. I don't know. It's a, Hoskins looks no, no, no. It doesn't it's a, exist. It's a staff writer named Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so, I don't know, man. Those are your mysteries solved today. What will tomorrow bring? Um, the schedule release. Hey. It's coming. I'll be there. I'm hosting. Interviewing Joe Namath. Black Friday. <laughs> I've got a promo code called Cool. My mink is I've half got my off. own promo hey. code for Black Friday. It's called I'm So Cool. Joe Name is saying promo Amazon Prime. <laughs> you can watch the game on Roku. Roku. All right, we'll take a break. I <laughs> say. <laughs> You know, I'm going to do my... Pa- Jordan loves talking. Oh, fantastic. Hey. I'm reading his lips saying, 
Thank God this is over. No? Can we get my mom better seats? <laughs> <laughs> Are they in Kansas City? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. All right, we're going to take a break here. Uh, we'll do phone calls, and we'll do my uh, we'll do the power ranking stop. Actually, what we'll do next, we're going to try and guess what the uh, the Chiefs home opener is. Now that we know it ain't the Bengals, they're home for Chiefs this year. Let's call Miss Donna. She know? knows. Oh, they are home for the Chiefs this year. Home for the Chiefs. Oh, so Mahomes' family is going to be sitting in, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. <laughs> It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Over under on how far from the field Patrick Mahomes' family seats will be in, in, uh, All the way up. in, in Green Bay. Because <laughs> if you remember, Jordan Love made his one start in place of Rodgers back in the day. when and, and he it was in Kansas City, and they put Jordan Love's family in the top row. Literally remember that? the last row. Yeah. Was remember tough. that? Like, we couldn't believe, like, there's Jordan Love's family. And they widened out, and it was the last row. Of Arrowhead. The top of yeah. the stadium. Like the last <laughs> row. What are we doing? So, I mean, whatever the last row is in Lambeau Field will not be good enough, I would think. <laughs> They'll put him in one of the houses Port, they rent next to the They'll deny him access to Port the Henry Winkler is going to be sitting in Canada <laughs> for that one. Like Fat Joe said, Chris, they'll be all the way up. Nothing can stop. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's, they they should they should do it as a joke and then be like okay here's your suite. I was told again is that certain seats for the road teams are in certain places and that's just yeah because season I, tickets. I, I mean you can't here. just you gotta like I, I would just uh, counsel uh, you know Mahomes' family just stay home for that one. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, your yeah, seats yeah, will be yeah, much yeah. better. Right, much better. <laughs> It'll be much more high definition in your house <laughs> than through your binoculars. <laughs> From where they're going to seat you. So we found out that, by the way, Mama Kelsey said that the Chiefs will be playing the Bears in Germany. They're not. They're playing the Dolphins in Germany. So, again, Kansas don't City. blame her. She said she read it in the newspaper. At any rate, one thing we know now that the Chiefs are playing the Dolphins, 
in Germany. That's their home game. And that CBS announced the Bengals are taking on the Chiefs on their network late window on New Year's Eve. Take those two out of the running for the home opener for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I believe that that will be announced either tomorrow morning or will be revealed on the NFL Network schedule release show. So you take a look at the Kansas City Chiefs home opponents now. So take the Dolphins out of the mix. Take the Bengals out of the mix. That leaves two teams jumping off the screen at you. Screaming to be the home opener for the Chiefs. Now then, if it's Buffalo, the two teams are Buffalo and the Eagles, obviously. obviously. With all due respect to the Bears and the Lions, that's not home opener first night of the season on NBC material. It just isn't. Now, the Raiders... I don't think are either despite Jimmy Garoppolo versus Mahomes. You could try and tie it in as a, this is who Mahomes beat for his first Super Bowl victory. I just don't think, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo versus Mahomes is what you're talking about. Now, Russ and Sean Payton's first game. But the Russ in primetime last year didn't go so well. So I don't know if you could run that risk. That leaves the Bills and the Eagles. Now, Eagles there in night one, I mean, to have a Super Bowl rematch yeah, right off the I bat. I love that. Chargers is fun. But here's that could be it, too. They I always play, Herbert, they play the Chiefs really well. But it doesn't have the same sizzle as Bills. The problem with that is, is you're giving Buffalo that assignment for the second year in a row. Right. Where you're sending them, your first game is to watch the Whoa. banner get raised again in front of you, and you got it. Those are that. They, I don't but, know if they could do that. But they spanked the Rams last year. I understand in, what in the, the result was. I understand so. what the result was, but back to back years for that assignment is particularly, you know. I think I'm betting Chargers right now. Because I don't think too early for Super, Super Bowl, Bowl rematch. rematch. Correct. And then your point to the back-to-back for Buffalo. Uh, I'm going to say Chargers. 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 Divisional game right off the bat. Los Angeles versus Kansas City. Herbert's going to have a new deal probably soon. So star power at that position. I'm going to roll the dice and say it's the Broncos. Oh, but it's Sean, Sean Payton's, Payton's back. back. Yeah. Let's see what it looks like with Russ. Russ, for the second straight year, will just be, really? This is how you're going to treat me? Zero chill? My first game as a Bronco is back at Seattle on a Monday night for the whole country to see? And so now this time it'll be my first game with Sean Payton at Kansas City? I'm, I'm kind of thinking that's the way, because I just don't know if they'll do it to the Bills a second. It's possible. Right. I and mean, there's no rules against it. But I thought they would put the Bengals there. Until I heard that, really. I thought it was going to be Bengals versus Chiefs right away. But instead, and now that's, that's, that's way 17? out into the distance. That could be for one, for the one seed now mm-hmm. at the end of the season. And that's going to be a fantasy final weekend, right? Uh, yeah, that's week 17, New Year's Eve. Right? 
Conference Fantasy Championship. Mm-hmm. Oof. On the line. Yeah, man. How many players are are you going to have yeah, in a fantasy million. league in that game? A million. A dozen yeah. at least? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I do like that. I get it. Bills in Kansas City to say, okay, you got to go back there. Tough. Night one. Yeah. All right, I know what you did here in Los Angeles. You watched the Rams, whose house, Rams house. You, you house? Quiet, they quieted that place in it like was. two seconds flat. And there were a ton of and Bills then, fans there. And the bandwagon that the whole media was on saying the Bills are going to be the team to beat. We all felt pretty damn good just one game in. Mm-hmm. I just think Den- Denver at Kansas City for the first one. That I would put my marker on that. Now that you know that the Dolphins aren't coming. The Dolphins wouldn't have been a bad way to start the season, too. Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. First one off the bat. To a back. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good one. But that's going to be played in Germany. And which is, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, that, that famed game that uh, the Ace Man used to play, Florida or Germany. <laughs> now you got that. Little, little Adam Carolla reference for you to keep you all up to speed here.